Mr. Chair, if you would, would you update us on the, the, the state of things in this case? As I understand it, after the um, issues that were uh, dealt with below in, in this case, that ultimately uh, this um, permit issue came back up and has been resolved in March? Um, the the uh, new board of supervisors um, that, that took after the election last year, the board of supervisors changed, um, and they, they passed a resolution revoking the approval of the um, – the concept plan for these turbines, um, and that's in litigation currently. Uh, Shenandoah Hills Wind um, has brought suit against the county, um, challenging their ability to revoke that, the approval of the permits. So what, the, the permit that's on appeal here, is that, is it in place or is it, Voided what the, the approval of the concept was revoked by the Board of Supervisors in March, I believe. Um, and, and but I don't think that settles the issues on appeal here, um, because we were seeking a declaratory judgment, um, as to the meaning of the wind ordinance, the section nine repealer. Uh, that says it, it repeals all contrary ordinances, what effect that has on the same county's zoning ordinance um, that says nothing over two and a half stories um, and doesn't list commercial wind as a permitted use. So the challenge to the, the – the But you can't just get a ruling on that in the abstract, right? You've got to have it tied to a particular dispute. Yes, I, 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 that's correct. And I thought uh, the concern is if the permit that is in dispute has been revoked, then well, I, I don't think it's. A, is there still a controversy? Well, I, I agree, but I think the state, it, Iowa, doesn't have the case and controversies provision in its constitution. Well, I, know, I, I don't in, think there's. But you're in federal court exactly, so. and I, 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 that's why I think it should have been should be remanded to the state court. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm trying to understand whether there's a present case or controversy in federal court if the permits. Oh, on on federal question, no, I don't believe that there is. Which, which would mean that the, if there's no case or controversy, then the and dis, and they can't. No then he can't dismiss. Then we have no jurisdiction to do anything. And, and you and want it, or, or the other side wants. Correct, and then there is no jurisdiction to dismiss the state claims. Oh, no. I, I don't, the don't case jump. wasn't moot. The permit hadn't been revoked at that time. Yeah, all we you you just you just lose any help from us. Well, I, I still There's think no case or controversy at present. Right, but I still think I can ask for a declaratory judgment under the law of Iowa. Well, we don't have jurisdiction to do that. There's no there's no controversy. Well, then I, I think that's what what that, that's declaratory the that's judgment the act did not eliminate the need to have a, a case or controversy. That's correct for federal court. And what I'm saying is that the supplemental jurisdiction arguments, Judge Pratt should never have addressed the state law issues to begin with. And if you decide that he should not have exercised supplemental jurisdiction and you now decide. How about, how about a, a federal appellate authority for this proposition? 
For what proposition? I'm sorry. That we can, that if we have, that we have no, if there's no case or controversy at present, so we have no uh, federal, we have no jurisdiction to consider the substantive issues you argue. We still have jurisdiction to review the the exercise of supplemental jurisdiction by the district court. If there's no current case or controversy? You just said there's no federal question. I I don't think there is a federal question. What's the case or controversy? Well, then then I I don't know how, if there was no, if there's no federal question, I don't know how Judge Pratt can take any of the actions he did. Because 1367 gives him discretion to do something at that time, as long as there was subject matter jurisdiction over the case. Right and Which and there's uh, a case or controversy. Right and I disagree and the that the court has now eliminated that. Well, I, I think the actual the actual federal question there there was no case or controversy at the time that he made his decision. The, the, Am the, I right to infer the answer? I don't have one when I asked you for an authority on this. I think you have jurisdiction. I, I, I don't want. I know what you think and believe and hope. I'm asking you. You have authority, and I don't get an answer. Okay, no, I'm not with me right now, Your Honor. Have you researched it? I, I didn't think that this okay. is mooted out. I, I, I think that there's still. Um, have you? Have you? Did you? Did you research appellate mootness? Yeah. Which we've written on a lot lately. Well, I, I, the issue was I don't think there was a case or controversy at the time of removal either. I mean, the issue was the the, the void for vagueness argument was always based on the assumption. That that it was pled. Wasn't it diversity rule? Was it? Wasn't it diversity? Was it federal question or? Yeah, it's a federal question. Yep, it's a. a, You put a federal due process claim as an alternative in in anticipation, in in anticipation of the defense that the county and Shenandoah Hills were going to take the the position that the approval of the concept was a permit entitling them to begin construction of turbines. In ECF 19 and ECF 20, they did not take that position. Shenandoah Hills has said that they still have prerequisites to construction that need to be completed, and the county stated that no permits have been issued to construct turbines. At that point, there is no void for vagueness issue because the prerequisites to that are there need to be road use agreements, there need to be, uh, so the, 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 the boards, go ahead. That doesn't affect the, the removal issue, it, it, which was based on the, the face of your complaint. Yeah, it was a non-justiciable a question. There, it wasn't ripe, and uh, Shenandoah Hills. Okay, then that's the federal. The federal court can decide that. Then. No, the the the, fe- the and sole did. and did the sole federal claim was is that the wind ordinance is vague. That was based upon the the no, permits no, having no, been no, issued in the prerequisites. You're ignoring thirteen sixty seven. I don't think so, Your Honor. I mean, if there's subject matter. If, I, if, the, if there's su- federal question, subject matter jurisdiction, and the district, then the district court has removal jurisdiction. And then, if the district court dismisses the federal claim for any reason, ripeness, whatever, it still has the authority to exercise discretion with respect to the supplemental claims. 
But the the and you're saying I'm saying that though, you're saying even though now we have a subsequent now we have a, a a subsequent mooting event. One forty one a. It says it has to be a case that could have been brought in federal court. Yeah, and that and, and that, that, that void for vagueness is claim. Is that even on appeal? Yeah, I, I believe it is. I, I'm, yes, I mean. So, so you're saying that the, the 12 words weren't enough to, to give. No, what I'm saying is when, when the, at the time, as soon as they say that there are no permits and their construction is not allowed, the void for vagueness issue it, it doesn't exist anymore, and okay. it could not have been brought in federal court. So what's the impact on, on well, the it, federal it, court jurisdiction? Well, if you can't, if there was no case or controversy on the federal question, no, no, it, no, no, there no, was no, no jurisdiction to begin is, with. Is you failed to state a claim. On the federal question? Yeah. No. If it's, if it's not ripe, then... That's the, a failure to state a claim. Correct. But then the question becomes... Well, the unanimity issue um, on whether or not to defend, whether all the defendants that have been served had consented. And I think the evidence is pretty, but the burden of proof is on them to show that. But if all I asked you for authority that, that even, even if, if, the, if, we have, if we don't have sub, subject matter case or controversy or jurisdiction because of that, and, Events that occurred after the district court ruled. What 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 authority do you have that oh we can nonetheless review the initial removal, the unanimity, and most important, the exercise of supplemental jurisdiction? Well, I think I that thought you conceded you have no authority. You're just arguing it. as you're. You know, we get new issues all the time. If if, if there was no case or controversy. At the time that the, of removal, there was. I don't. I, 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 I don't think so because no <laughs> no permits have been issued. That and 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 the removal jurisdiction case or there, is, there were is no the base of your complaint. Right, and there were, it was an alternative contingent claim if, based if, upon if the face of your complaint allows removal. Under federal question jurisdiction, now we go to the merits. And the first thing on the merits is, well, this isn't right. Um, okay, well, dismiss, claim dismissed. Now I turn to my 1367 responsibilities. Correct. Well, if you, if, it seems to me that... You want that reviewed despite the fact that supervening events have deprived us of case or controversy jurisdiction over the appeal. Correct. So you agree that there's, I just want to make sure I'm understanding, is there a current case or controversy over this alleged conflict between the wind ordinance and the zoning ordinance? Or are you saying that there's no permit in place right now, so there's no controversy? Uh, well, no, there is an issue as to the meaning of the, the two ordinances. Well, I know there's an issue in the abstract, but I mean, right. is there an issue about that as it affects this project right now? Or is uh, this project uh, discontinued because of this oh, that, This project, is, they're, they're, they're still planning to go forward, and that's right, why. Right, but there's nothing happening because they don't have a permit to do so. Is that correct? They don't have the permits to do so. That's correct. And, and they never have. And, th and that's the issue, is that 
the admission, the void for vagueness only matters if, if they have permits to do something that is unclear whether that is allowed under either one of the ordinances. Um, when they had, when the county, well, then why and, shouldn't you have to wait until they get the permit that you dispute, well, I, and then I, litigate I, whether that permit was properly issued? Well, I agree. I mean, the issue was that, that the issue needs to be clarified as to the wind ordinance, what it's a, which was adopted under the home rule authority of the county, not the zoning authority of the county. And whether or not that, that issue being litigated in any other case? Yes, there, there is a there is a case. Um, the Fremont County half of the project um, was in state court, Iowa State Court. That's on appeal to the Iowa Supreme Court, which is what you wanted to do initially in this case. Correct? That, that's correct. That is correct. Are you participating in that action? I am. Um, there's also litigation that I mentioned before, Shenandoah. Why are you resisting the conclusion that this case is moot and should be dismissed? Well, I, I and think then you can litigate your state law issues in the Fremont case. Well, the, the, the facts are the, the facts are different. There, there's a few different facts that are that are of substantive importance. Um, in particular, in Fremont County, they've signed a road use agreement. They've signed a decommissioning agreement, and that's not the case here. And those prerequisites haven't been satisfied, which is, and the stand, and the ordinance is a little bit different, um, and the other ordinances as adopted are different. So they, there are different facts. Okay. Um, but I, to me, the issue is there was no federal question at the time of removal. That, that the removal was not unanimous, that Mr. Holmes had been served, or at least there's no evidence he was not served. And therefore, the, the under 1446, the, 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 there was a lack of jurisdiction. If it's been mooted on appeal, we don't have jurisdiction to rule on that, period. Uh, the, the entire case hasn't been mooted. Counsel, you're well within your rebuttal time. Okay, you can I'll save this last time. Thank you. Ms. Rogers. May it please the court. My name is Christy Rogers and I represent Shenandoah Hills Wind. So are you going to fight moot appellate mootness? I'm not going to fight it. However, I, I can understand why the appellants would, given their position on the Open Meetings Act claims. Sure. I, I don't know whether it's... Oh, you're saying open meetings might not be moved because yes. the meetings happened and... Correct. If they're entitled to damages for a flawed meeting, that would still be live even if the permits... And that is not my position. My position is that that was... You didn't mention that, but I see that. Yes. In what addition, about the rest, though? The, the, is, yes. that, is that moot or not? Well, it is, it is our position that the county was without authority to revoke on the grounds that it did, and therefore the permit is still valid and should be being honored by the county, but is not. So from our position, there's still a live issue with the permit. And, and just as a practical matter, because of the nature of projects such as this, you know, you have to get a generator interconnection agreement with MISO, the Mid-Continent Independent System Operator, who has authorization from FERC to monitor the, the grid in the middle of the country. 
And there's payments that have to be made all along the way to keep that, uh, to keep that active during this process. So we are still necessarily just to, to maintain the ability to, to construct once we get that lawsuit resolved, obtaining. Uh, who, who's your client? Who you Shenandoah Hills Wind Project, Shenandoah yes. Hills. Yeah. You're the developer of Correct. Do you think there's a live case because you're disputing the with rev revocation of the permit? But that's on appeal. In the, the state courts? No. So, the, and I, I do need to correct some facts, actually. Is this uh, in the record anywhere, by the way, these later developments? It is not. It is not. Given, given, what, they, given what the appellants were raising and that they, what they were arguing, because of the Open Meetings Act, we didn't evaluate it as a, a, moot, uh, a mootness issue. We thought you would need to resolve that. But I do want to correct some facts that appellants' counsel raised. Oh, First, no, I, I, yes. I want to know this. I mean, this status stuff is critical. For one thing, we don't we don't stand as a as a surrogate Supreme Court of Iowa. Of course. And, and lawyers who want to put put an issue into both systems in the hopes they'll win somewhere get um, short shrift from me, frankly. And a case can be moved on some issues and not on others. Certainly. So can you say succinctly what the status is? Yes, that's, that's part of the facts that I'd like to correct, so I can give you kind of an update on what's happened. Um, so first of all, three days before the district court issued its decision here, um, appellant's counsel filed in the adjoining county, Fremont, on the other half of the project, very substantially similar Claims they changed where the source, where they asserted certiorari and where they didn't, and there, there were a few differences on the agreement claims. And then the the Fremont County District Court dismissed that in June, and they have appealed that appeal. No briefing schedule has been been set, and there's currently a motion for sanctions pending against appellants counsel in that district court. Um, I suspect they will not set that for argument or briefing until that motion for sanctions is resolved. In addition, about six days, I believe, after the district court's decision here on January 25th, there was a letter that was prepared by the zoning administrator of Page County stating that because three turbines um, were no longer being built that that amounted to a material change requiring an entirely new uh, application process, and therefore the approval, there was no more approval. And that decision was appealed to the county and also directly to the district court. It was it's appealed to the county as an appeal of the zoning administrator's decision. It's unclear whether that's actually the correct route because this was a home rule ordinance under Chapter 331 of the Iowa Code rather than a zoning ordinance under Chapter 335 of the Code. Chapter 335 has, it sets the powers of a Board of Adjustment. Um, so there was, that process of appealing to the Board of Adjustment was conducted during that month and at the same time uh, an appeal was prepared directly of of the supervisor's um, decision as well. So there's... To whom? So there's... there's uh, to whom did you appeal the yes, supervisor? Yeah, and it's, and it's not really an appeal. There, both of those were in a district court action that's now pending in the... District court? Yes. Uh, no, no, sorry. The Southern District of Iowa. There's a case in the Southern District of Iowa pending over all of the rescinding of the approval. 
Because it's not an appeal. It's a federal lawsuit. I understand that. I, I misspoke because the, uh, the, the exhaustion procedure, if it applies, is an appeal. So what's the connection between that action in the Southern District of Iowa and the permit that was at issue in this case? So the permit that was at issue in this case is the use permit pursuant to the Home Rule Ordinance. That is the permit or the approval that was uh, allegedly revoked on the basis of the lack of construction of three turbines. It's more than allegedly, right? And in practice. The final, final action of the county? In practice, yes. So in your action in Southern District of Iowa was challenging that revocation? Yes. I'm trying to get the U.S. District Court to order the permit, the county action well, to be vacated or something? There's a federal takings issue there, and there was procedural due process issues. There was no procedural due process, and there was... There was uh, so the relief you're seeking is vacature of this county zoning administrator's action? Correct. So where does that leave? Is this case moot or not then? Well, on, other than the open records. Yeah. I mean, open the record. action that is pending in the Southern District of Iowa now, I believe, is a very, very clear-cut action. So the permit will be reinstated. That's, that's what I believe will happen. I think that's what that I, I don't know what to tell you as far as whether you should be deciding that. I, yeah, I, that's a difficult question to me. But I do know there's aspects of this, the open meetings, and they allege. I think you can say for sure. The little bit I understand, which is not, not enough, I don't think you can say that even if the permit is reinstated, it'll be exactly the same permit as at issue here. It will. Yes, it will. That's what well, you're seeing. got three less turbines, so the, the state court may say that, you know, okay, now, yes, it's a material change, but it's, it has, doesn't invalidate it in, in its entirety. <laughs> And I don't mean to get into then, the merits then, of that case. Then, we're, then we're being asked to rule on a, a water over the dam permit. I, and I don't want to get into the merits of that case if you don't want me to, but I think I can help explain why I don't believe it's a different permit. I don't, well, no, I don't want to, I don't know whether, the question is, is that possible? I don't see anything that gives us jur, juris, uh, juris, jurisdiction over what's been appealed. I understand. And if are you the arguing to the contrary? I thought you first you said, well, yes, but I understand why they, they, they don't like this. I, I am I'm just trying to make sure that you have the facts so you can decide oh, what you need to decide. Been, that's been helpful, but, but it, it seems to me it, does, it, it leaves us where I thought we were, which is... Well, would, would the, a decision in this case have any impact on the case in the Southern District? Not, in, not until it's decided. Um, I guess if you if you decided that the ordinance or the approval that's if you decided the, that the ordinance uh, and the approval are, were invalid, um, then that case would be moot. But and the appellants the, are asking us to rule on the validity of the permit that it was re, that has been revoked, but which might be reinstated. Is that how you see it? So the Open Meetings Act claim. No, not about the Open Meetings Act. Well, it is. That's how they would do it. So they are not. Uh, well, they're not appealing the certiorari as to the approval. 
but they're saying that the, that the fact that they pled their Open Meetings Act claim within their certiorari was not binding on the court, and the court should have separated that out. And under the Open Meetings Act, if an action is taken and you appeal it, or you, know, you, you challenge it within six months, then invalidation can occur. You mean one remedy for a violation of the Open Meetings Act would be invalidation of the permit? Correct. And just to, to get to Judge Logan's point a few minutes ago about whether it would be the same permit, the application was a request for a permit, <coughs> excuse me, for a wind energy conversion system of up to a certain number of turbines. And that is typically how these applications are applied for, because at the time of construction, there are different factors that may require not building every turbine, and you don't actually have the turbine selected yet, typically, until the, the building. So because it's an up to, you're saying it would be the same permit, no yes. matter how many turbines are built. And the three turbines at issue, there was an, in the, in the um, application, it disclosed that there was a radio tower and that the applicant was in communications with the owner of the radio tower. And if they could not reach an agreement about mitigation measures, they would not build those three turbines. And then once the agreement was reached, they rescinded that, the permit. I can't remember a case which, where I thought we were being more clearly asked for an advisory opinion than this one. Do you have any comment on that? I do not. Oh, you think that's what's happening or not? It depends on your, your positions on the Open Meetings Act claimed. My position is that the Open Meetings Act claim was pled in certiorari and therefore could not be joined separately and seek separate independent remedies from certiorari remedies. So in my opinion, the Open Meetings Act claims are, are not independent claims that would support but jurisdiction. what you're saying, I mean, you said, you know, Judge Smith asked, the impact on the Southern District of Iowa, well, not until it's decided. So you're just, you're just saying that our, our ruling on that issue would then be input into a pending federal case, and goodness knows how many pending state court cases. I gather some of this complexity is the, the um, uncertainty and limitations within a Iowa administrative law appellate thing. The certiorari law? You can appeal what and when. The, you know, the, the official, the, you know, the... Oh, well, we, we, we took both paths and were able to get them both in the same action within 30 days within the certiorari limitation. So it actually doesn't matter. The district court doesn't have to decide that issue to... But you're to in federal rule. court. I, I agree. Why aren't you in state court? Because there were federal issues... The, the takings clause is at issue, and because the procedural due Last process clause is at issue. The courts are, have been told by the U.S. Supreme Court they have jurisdiction to decide almost any federal question. Well, the federal judge who made the decision initially was, you know, still able, he was completely familiar with the facts, and, and frankly, it seemed pretty insulting to his decision to us for the county to revoke on such weak grounds immediately after his decision. Um, and the fact that that occurred, and there were also federal issues in play, that's why we brought in federal court. All right. Thank you, Ms. Rogers. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Craig.
May it please the court. My name is Jason Craig, and I am representing uh, Page County, Iowa, and the Page County Board of Supervisors uh, in this appeal and this lawsuit. I do want to say that I am not uh, the counsel of record in any of those other proceedings that have been discussed, so I'm not going to be able to talk as authoritatively about what's going on in those other cases as uh, Ms. Rogers. Um, but I guess in my opinion on the question of mootness, um, the, the action here is challenging the wind turbine application that was approved by the county after this uh, order by the district court dismissing the case. The, uh, my understanding is that permit was allegedly revoked. That situation is currently Allegedly, under- I mean, what's, what's the record tell us? I mean, what, is it, has it been revoked? They withdrew, uh, allegedly withdrew the, yeah, they, the, the county withdrew the permit on the basis of what they thought was a material change in the project. Shenandoah Hills has now challenged that and is asking for that permit. So the same they actually permit revoked it. It's just now being challenged as to whether the revocation is valid. That's correct, Your Honor. So I don't know that the case has been mooted necessarily, but maybe it's a ripeness issue in that if the if the court but it's not an alleged revocation. They've actually done that. Yes, it's just whether or not that stands. That's correct, Your Honor. It's currently withdrawn. That withdrawal is subject to review in the Southern District of Iowa. They could reinstate the permit, which would mean we have a live controversy again. But for right now, it appears that the controversy is not ripe. The county's position, I assume, is the revocation was proper. That's correct. And again, I'm... position in in this federal case, this new federal case. That would be your position there. And I'm not representing the county in that, Your Honor, but yes. Well, you represent the county here. Yes. county's position there. Yes, that it was a that it was a, a, a yeah a, a proper proper exactly, Your Honor. And it looks like I'm already out of time unless there's any other questions. I had one other question. Even if if this case were alive, is the zoning the the alleged conflict between the wind ordinance and the zoning ordinance would that be ripe? Even in this case, or is that an issue that would come up at the at the next layer of approvals? Uh, well, I understood there were more permits required in this matter, even beyond what was obtained here. That's certainly an issue that would be dealt with in the building permit, which is yeah. a subsequent permit. If there were a conflict between uh, the, the, the height requirements and the zoning ordinance and, and, the, and the building permit, that is something that could be litigated with the Board of Adjustment and then appealed to Iowa District Court. Now, they are challenging. When the building permit is issued, if, if somebody says that. That's improper because of the zoning ordinance. That That's could correct. Be then that issue could be raised. Okay. That's correct. Now, the, now the plaintiffs uh, in this case did argue that the uh, ordinance itself was invalid based on the statute you're talking about, and so they've kind of bootstrapped that in. But I agree that, that that could be challenged later when a building permit is issued. Thank you, Mr. Craig. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Shearer? You know, um, at some point during this entire proceeding, uh, every single party um, has joined the motion to remand. And at the at the only hearing held, um, the county had uh, who who um, removed the case had joined the motion to remand 
and Defendant Holmes uh, had joined the motion to remand, um, and the only party, uh, Shenandoah Hills, had in their very first briefing, uh, their response to the TRO motion argued that uh, the plaintiffs had lacked standing to bring the um, void for vagueness claim. They changed that um, to, well, we didn't mean Article Three standing. We meant prudential standing, um, which is the route Judge Pratt went down. Um, but it, it, when, when all the parties, named parties, um, are joining a motion to remand, um, and there's questions as to unanimity. Uh, the the court never had jurisdiction under 14 uh, 41A. Um, it through 1446C um, due to lacking unanimity, and so no decision should have been made in this case. Any questions? I'm I'm done. Thank you, Mr. Shearer. Mm-hmm.